Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Half Gen Podcast. If you couldn't have guessed it already, we're back. Uh, joined again by two of my favorite people in the world, Ross and Nat. How you guys doing? Good. For the for the for the audio listeners, Nat just gave you the the peace sign. <laughs> he said, "No, I'm here for the video people now." <laughs> no, I didn't say that. I was telling I was telling Ross before we started that I need to get my wisdom teeth pulled like all four of them and i have like a really annoying one right now that's growing in at an angle at the mm. back of my molars and now it's creating a spot where food gets stuck in and i went leaned down so i could pick it out and i was trying to get it out and i was like mm. i was fiddling with it you said that right as i was fiddling with it and i was like do i open my mouth and my tongue ah. and i was like let me not do that i'll just give him a peace sign i know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about because i had that happen in 2019 I had to get all of mine taken out because I had the same thing. They were growing in wrong. And mm -hmm. one of them, like, because apparently I couldn't brush it like where it was because mm -hmm. uh, it was too far in. It was just basically like caving in on itself. And so I was like, oh, joy. And it got to the point where it was starting to cause me physical pain. So I had to go and get those out. Let me tell you, um, don't don't make the same mistake I did. I forgot to do like the rinse thing. And so I got dry socket. And if you want to know what true pain is like, get dry socket um, because you can't sleep. You can't do anything except think about your dry socket. Um, it's, I, see, know, I don't see, even know what that is. Yeah. So basically, once you get them out, they're just going to be empty holes, holes until the gum grows back. Mm -hmm. So they give you like a little squirt thing to uh, squirt out the holes after you eat every time. Because if food gets stuck in there, then the gum grows over it. Then it gets infected. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought I was doing a good job with that. And I went back in and they were like, oh, you got dry socket. And this was, I was like a junior in high school. I was like 17 or 18. And my dad had taken me there. And uh, the, the, the dentist or whatever goes, I'll be right back. And I just look at my dad. I just go, yeah, this is not going to be great. And they come back in with a, like a tray with, this big bag that has a biohazard symbol on it. I'm like, well, this can only end well. So they gave me three shots in the gum. And then I literally watched the dentist with a scalpel go. And then in my mouth, I didn't feel anything. And the dry socket for me didn't hurt. So it was just more annoying than anything. I got lucky. See, I got unlucky in the fact that mine hurt and I had to go mm -hmm. back, but I, I got lucky that nothing was in there. So what mm -hmm. they did is they took this little like blue strip thing that had like some you I was talking to you that day, Ross, because remember, I called out of work that day um, and we played video games. I don't remember what it was, but um, I was talking to you because I was up all night because of the pain. I went to the I went to the sur oral surgery place and they put a, like this little strip that numbed it. And then like I, I felt really sick because like I it swallowed a lot of it by accident. Mm -hmm. Not the things, but they basically just ball up this little like strip. It's got like a little bit of metal in it so that like if they x-ray it, they can see it. So if it gets stuck, like if you lose it and you lost track yeah. and they can go in and be like, OK, it's still there. We need to take it out. I remember mine kept falling out. They just wouldn't stay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was for excruciating. My, yeah. And for me, it, like it didn't times. hurt for, for me. It didn't hurt at all. It's just the dry socket happened and I watched the oral surgeon just go in with a scalpel and take out chunks of gum. And I was like, huh, that's weird. But I can't feel anything, so well. I still remember I was fine. 
I, I, I was knocked out for the whole thing, but I feel like at one point I was consciously aware that they were in my mouth, like removing the teeth. Mm, like they put yeah. me under, but I remember just being fully aware of what was going on at one point. Like I, I wasn't awake, but I was just like, my brain was like, oh, they're still working on it. You should go back to sleep. And I was like, <laughs> okay, brain, let's do that. <laughs> Yeah, I just you I just remember aren't exactly making me excited about this procedure. I, I, I just remember w- waking up in a recliner and not knowing what happened. I remember waking up and being totally fine. Like you know how most people like you see those videos online of people just being like, "Oh, what is it?" You know, the people who are just stupid after because like that it messes with them. I got out and like I I went and picked up my own prescription and stuff. Like I was talking coherently. I was just like, okay, thank you. Have a nice day. You know, and I'm talking. I go in and pick up my prescription. I go home and I'm just like, I'm going to take a nap. I woke up, my, the side of my face, because my gauze overflowed. I'm just covered in blood. The side of my face, my pillow, it's just all covered in blood. And I was just like, oh, I should have changed that before I went to sleep. That was a mistake. And just like, I had to go like wash my whole face, like the whole half of my face. It's just red. Uh, and I was like, great. Uh, I can't use that pillow anymore. <laughs> Change your gauze. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's been the only like, that's been the only surgery I've had in my life up until I got the one I'm going to have to have. I had one surgery prior. You, you can't see it on the camera here, but um, you, you've seen the scar I have here, Ross, right? I think you've seen it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't see it as much anymore because I've grown this out. But um, when I was like four, I tried to at the top of the stairs, my uncle put like one of those child barricades. And me being an undeterred child tried to climb over it at the top of the stairs. Not where you should put those. You put them at the bottom of the stairs so that the child doesn't fall down a flight of stairs, smack their face on a on a door jam, and get a piece of wood through it. That's, that's responsible. Yeah. And I don't I don't remember crying or anything. I remember going and getting the stitches and everything. It was great. I think I've had I don't know, no surgery, but I got like seven stitches right here. If you see like where my eyebrow like splits, I got hit in the head with a baseball bat when I was like seven. And that was mm. fun. Yeah. Cousin swinging at a ball, just quacked me in the head with a moving bat. That was get, fun. Did you get stitches from that car accident when you were driving to Ross's wedding? Uh no. They said it, I okay. should have, but it like I split right here, the little thing. So like I don't really have this anymore. You know, a little string yeah. that yeah, connects. Yeah. yeah, the airbag definitely punched me in the face and tore that. Jeez. Airbags hurt. Yeah, I bet. That was that was such a sad day. like <laughs> we were so sad when we heard because it was just like it was just like not only is he hurt, but he's not gonna make it. it it's just like <laughs> damn, we were just looking Nat was my plus one for Ross's wedding. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't make I it. Was, I was halfway there too, halfway. <laughs> Somebody still has your champagne too. I don't remember. I think it's Tony who still has Tony. it. He said it went bad. <laughs> oh yeah, no, mine. I still have mine. It's definitely bad. I don't know why I don't throw it away. I'm stupid. I still have it. It's in my fridge. <clears throat> and I'm just like, I was never going to drink it anyway. Yeah. Well. <sighs> yeah. So cool. Video, video games. Video games. Speaking of video games, we're going to actually start with news this week because it turns out uh, it's been kind of a crazy week. Um. So I have two kind of related stories. Do we want to start with the good news or the bad news? Bad news. Bad news. Um, EA is abandoning Anthem officially. They made is that a, bad news? Yes. They made Anthem. Okay. Listen, I've come full circle on Anthem. I was rooting for Anthem because I have played Anthem 
to completion now. I've spent a good amount of time with it. There's a loyal community still playing Anthem. Anthem has some incredible ideas that should be fully realized. Um, there was a blog post today uh, by Christian Daly, um, who is kind of heading up the project right now. Uh, in the spirit of transparency and closure, we wanted to share that we've made the difficult decision to stop our new development work on Anthem, a.k.a. Anthem Next. We will, however, continue to keep the Anthem live service running as it exists today. Um, that's just kind of the start of the statement. Uh, that's kind of a letdown in twofold. One, I was just really looking forward to what they've been showing looked very promising uh, and like it was going to fix some of the issues that existed for Anthem. Um, and it's just disappointing that EA has kind of, you know, completely abandoned it. And this was an opportunity for them to, to really like do right by the community, you know, and be like, Hey, you know what? We're, we're not going to rest until this game, you know, at least make the effort to pardon me, you know, like look, look, look at destiny. Destiny didn't really pick up until, you know, you made me want to clear my throat after doing that. I'm sorry, man. I can clear my throat too. (laughs) You know, destiny didn't really take off till the taken King, you know, that was kind of their redemption arc. And all of a sudden that changed that changed the trajectory of that game completely. Um, you know, the division, when they added some of their add-ons that really kind of, I'm sorry, what the hell that changed their end game. And that evolved that game into something that, you know, was deserving of a sequel. Anthem never really got that opportunity. And that's the fault of EA on, uh, you know, you, you can point at Bioware as much as you want, but a lot of this comes down to mismanagement at the EA level, uh, you know, from everything we're aware of, uh, you know, Bioware is not blameless, but you know, this is definitely, you know, probably similarly to the cyberpunk situation. This is the publisher side of the business being like, just get it done no matter the cost. And then now that it didn't work, it's like, Oh shit. And the difference is, you know, CD Projekt Red can't afford not to fix Cyberpunk, but EA would rather just be done with Anthem, which is a shame because there was potential. There was a gameplay loop there that's very satisfying. There was work that could be done to make that game something that stands out in that genre. Uh, and, you know, frankly, I'm, I'm very disappointed that it's not going to get that chance. And I, I, I fault EA entirely for that. You should... EA makes a lot of money in a lot of scummy ways. The least you can do is do right by an audience that you completely screwed over. That's my opinion uh, on it, at least. Yeah, I think the reason why I, I said I think it's actually good news because I think that, like you said, there's a lot of really good ideas there. And I think there's a lot of really talented developers on that team who, honestly, I think they were in such a deep hole from launch that I'm happy that they get to just move on and help on whether it's a different upcoming Bioware project, whether it's a new Mass Effect, whatever it may be. I'm glad that that talent that we so obviously saw in that game um, is able to not be working from way behind. And I get the community aspect to it, but I also think Bioware is has way more blame than people give them credit for. Bioware management, yes. I, I mean, like, you know, you we, we've all read the stories from Jason Trier and all that stuff. And that's why I'm saying Bioware is not blameless. But I think a lot of this does fall onto, you know, the, the core problem. A lot of Anthem's issues came from Frostbite 
and the fact that it was difficult yeah. to develop in and the fact that EA would rather give Frostbite support to FIFA and Madden where they make more money than to BioWare for a smaller game. And we saw that with Andromeda and then we saw that with Anthem. So, you know, yeah, BioWare is not blameless, but EA is at the core of, you know, EA as the publisher, as the overall management uh, is at the core of the problem, in my opinion. Um, For what it's worth, a lot of that talent is working on Mass Effect and Dragon Age because they got pulled for that. It was a small team that was working on Anthem at this time. And I think them ramping up probably could have opened up more job opportunities, could have brought in more talent, could have gotten that game into a good place. Um, But I get it. Um, I yeah. get why they did it. I'm just, just, I'm let down as somebody who ultimately ended up really enjoying Anthem. Yeah. I think, I think that, that team is, I think that that team is super talented, but I think Bioware thrives when their games have a complete beginning, middle and end. Um, yeah. Thanks, Ned. Um, that was, yeah, my, I th- that was my I wanted to interject before we move to, off this topic. I wanted to. <laughs> oh yeah, no, we're we're we're, we're still on the topic. I, I was just yeah, saying that uh, I don't think that I'm gonna stop talking. Nat, you go. <laughs> I'm listening to say, you. I'm responding, no, I'm, I'm, responding I'm, to I'm, the name I'm, I'm, I'm sick. Of Who fucks their employee? <laughs> and yeah, uh, he, we need yeah, to get people saying. to hate soccer. I was gonna say that's like, I I would even say arguably definitively the most popular sport in the world that's a very yeah. big mission <laughs> yeah literally everyone but america for what it's the worth the tear soccer game sells better than most games ever could dream of for for what it's worth nate is is a developer nate uh, mm. is is working on a game and is going to school for game development so he's no, he's in the I business wasn't saying, i wasn't no, saying I, anything about, i was saying his mission of getting people to hate <laughs> uh I was soccer just saying the, the, the fuck their employees part he might have more more of a like inside line to say that than most their employees <laughs> Oh, okay. So I thought you meant like physically, like that was a part of the meeting. I was like, there yeah, should no. be some look into that. Like, are we getting the exclusive here? No, 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 no. Imagine. So wh- what I was, what I was trying to say, um, was, uh, I think Bioware does much better when they have a static product. Um, I don't think live service development is for all developers. And I think that Bioware, I think had the ability to do it, but, I'd much rather them go to what they've been fantastic at, which is distinct games, maybe some DLC down the line, but not a live service game. I wholeheartedly agree with with that. I mean, for for what it's worth, Bioware Austin was the one who was going to take over Anthem from here, the old Republic team. So it was going to be their live service team taking over their live service game, which is why I was hopeful that they would actually continue it. Um, because it wasn't going to be Edmonton running Anthem anymore. Uh, because mm. yeah, I, they really need Dragon Age to hit. And yeah. I spent a good you know chunk this morning watching those Mass Effect trailers again. The, the, the Legendary Edition and the new one. Because I'm just like, boy, that's the best trilogy of games ever made. <laughs> like, I'm just sitting here like, I cannot wait to play mass effect and then boy what if mass effect what if the new mass effect is like the best one <laughs> God. what if halo infinite's the best halo ross <laughs> i'm gonna go on record february 24th 2021 halo infinite will kill the franchise 
I'm not okay with what you just last said. push burnt, <laughs> like shoving the burning car off the cliff. Yeah, yeah, that's that's been a dumpster fire, and it's just the the final push. Okay, well, final just just blow it off. Let's change the subject. Let's go to the people who left. Say, who? Oh, hold on, one second. Um, I was just seeing if Nate's the other note. Oh. If we're talking about you know updates on projects, I was going to say Cyberpunk. Uh, like they announced that they were going to try and get that patch out, but they can't because of all the hacks and everything. I heard I about that. I've seen that. Mm. Yeah, I saw that. That's they I did. Mean... They did another one of those those yellow picture notes, but they they left the yellow <laughs> behind this time. <laughs> I don't it's, think they can do I, that ever again. <laughs> I, ironic that the game about hacking can't update because it's being hacked too much. They they didn't spec into the right tree, man. They mm. specked all the way into marketing. <laughs> they didn't do anything on the other two trees. Nope. Oh, man. But, uh, you know, on the topic of Halo, I guess, let's talk about the studio that left Halo behind. Uh, Big risk, but it's paying off. Uh, Bungie is preparing for future growth in 2021. Uh, The studio, the headquarters, is going to grow to over 208,000 square feet. Uh, They're planning a complete technical modernization, uh, and they're opening up their first international office in 2022. So... (laughs) Uh, I'm excited because they specifically mentioned Destiny. Um, so it sounds like Destiny is not hopefully going to end after Lightfall. But um, they're opening up Destiny to a more expanded universe from the sound of it. Um, they have board members from like Viacom CBS now and stuff like that. So it sounds like they might expand into like multimedia. Um, probably we could see the, you know, the book deals like what Halo had. You probably see some TV options. You know, I'm sure Netflix or someone would love to have a Destiny TV series. Um, especially with the star power Destiny already has, you know, have a have a Zavala show featuring Lance Reddick. You know, it kind of seems like the perfect move. Um, they are still working on a new uh, franchise, a new IP that will launch before 2025. Um, that Project Matter, which is what it's been internally referred to, apparently. Um, but yeah, they're going from 84,000 square feet to 208,000. It's insane. They're hiring on a bunch of new people. Excuse me. It sounds like they're staffing up both the Destiny team and whatever team is going to be working on Matter for the. Pardon me. I don't know what the hell's wrong with me today. Uh, the team that's going to be working on Matter long term. So, I think that's incredible that Bungie is out here and like you know people like to joke, oh dead game, dead game. Well, apparently not, because they just keep growing. That's that's exciting. Yeah, it's and the growth has happened after they've gone independent, which is even more impressive. Um, I think it makes me excited that they are expanding into other things besides Destiny. Because while I like Destiny, I know how talented those developers are, and I would love to see them do something else. Um, so I'm excited to see what they have in store. I'm excited to see what Project Matter is, and kind of the future of what Bungie is. To be perfectly honest, yeah, I know Nate has a plan. Um, he wants to he wants to get a his career to the point where he can interview at Bungie and. Uh, he wants to go to their office for the interview and get them to refund him for his raid jacket that came really late that he doesn't want anymore. So he just wants the interview so he can get a refund for his jacket. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> hey, man, I'm excited to see them put something else out because I hate Destiny. And yeah, we know. I like Bungie, so I would, I would like to like a game that they make. Well, I, I'm just yeah. going to let you know, the rumor is that their next game is also going to be like live service. Oh well, then I'm no. I'm not interested at all. Never I, mind. I, I take back everything I said. I feel like they understand their future. I mean, Destiny's it, paying the bills, you know. 
No. Yeah, that's when you can continue I to pay the bills. I can try something new. From my experience, I just don't like live service games. That's fair. Yeah, that's me fair. neither. Me neither. It's. I, mean, I like man. GTA Online, but I don't even know if that's like a live service game. Like, is it's that not... a live service game? I don't know. I mean, technically, that portion of it is. It, yeah, I think not. GTA in like the... Online is a live service game, not GTA yeah. Five mm-hmm. as a core product. Yeah. Yeah, it's well now. Yeah, now I'm just disappointed if it's going to be another live service game. So yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, yeah. I I'm mean, done with I you, Bungie. I don't want to set up. You're not done yet. I bought you Beyond Light. You still owe me that much. We got to do a Grandmaster oh, Nightfall. We will. We will. We will. <laughs> I'm me. I am. Hands are clean. Yeah, I, I know. I know. Clean I'm out of my life. I don't talk to you about destiny anymore. Oh, uh, you, you got very blurry just now, Ross. Uh, it looked like you was being censored. Like you took your t-shirt off for a second <laughs> and it was like, <laughs> this is too I, 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 I would break the internet if I did that. Oh, baby. Speaking of breaking the internet. Oh, Soldier Boy. Has Kanye a new console. <laughs> Soldier Boy. The new yeah, I didn't know game. where he was going there. I knew he was going somewhere, but I didn't know where. I was like, this is going to take a left. So I didn't know. Soldier Boy and Kanye has another awful looking console coming out that looks like maybe an Xbox One S uh, and has like a knockoff. So Soldier Game console, the Twitter, February 13th, building a new console from scratch. All new design, all new games, all new deals. Let's make history. With this cheap ass looking PS2 knockoff controller and your little baby Xbox one S oh, what, looking console. What if it's the greatest console ever? <laughs> Take Ross's statement about Halo Infinite and swap out Halo Infinite. <laughs> what if for Halo Boy Infinite comes out exclusively on the Soldier Boy console? <laughs> Microsoft's dropping the Xbox brand because Soldier Boy has more marketability. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that's dumb. Soldier Boy's dumb. He's gonna continue to be dumb. It's like yeah. we can't compete with the Soldier Home. <laughs> God, <laughs> man, soldier box. So I've dumb. been. I hate most things we've talked about on this podcast so far today. What do you hate I'm more? About it. Hold on. What do you hate more? The the Mad Box or the Soldier Boy console? I don't even know what the Mad Box is. That was that the Mad Box. The Mad Box because by slightly mad. It because it's the it's the classic example of a story I have zero interest in. That we continue to cover. I don't. Week after I don't week. know what the Mad Box is, but here's my theory. I don't hate the Soldier Boy console because if you bought a console from the guy who made Crank that, you deserve to lose your money. See, Ross, That's, I. But I, pulled, I don't want him to get that money. I pulled the Soldier Boy console because I knew Nat would be passionate about it. I'm not. Pa- I'm not passionate because well, he's because he's black. No. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> Why would you? St- Imagine I just realized. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> no, I just no. knew Nat would want to talk about Soldier Boy. Nah, I don't actually even care. I know. I, but... I used to know all the crank that's. Yeah, but Soldier Boy didn't make shit. Soldier Boy didn't make all the cranks that. Soldier Boy co-opted a movement, but nobody wants to talk about that. No one should ever talk about Soldier Boy ever again. Hey man, kiss me through the phone is a slap. And she got a dunk is a slap. That still goes up. What is Soldier Boy's real name? DeAndre Way. See, he has a cool name. You don't need Soldier, but DeAndre Way is a cool name. 
I would have you looked up and his name was like you ever look up like like Quavo's real name and it's Quavarius Bell. <laughs> yeah. It's like, <laughs> like what if it was like 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 Well it's like, like the, it's like Akon's real name. It's like like Akon is in there, but he has seven names. Jeez. I mean uh I can't remember where Akon's from, but that's like a lot of my fr- a lot of my friends from African descent, like yeah. like like motherland Africa, like like Nigeria, especially what happens yeah. is they have like very long compound names, just take a certain part of it. And that's their name. Like my friend, yeah. one of my friends, I don't want to put his whole government out there, but he had a very long name. And what we took out of it was Oni and O like, cause it was just like a bunch of stuff. It was like a bunch yeah. of syllables in there. Yeah. You know, Dikembe Mutombo's real name? No, I know it's very long though. Yeah. It's hold on. We'll do this and then we'll move on. Dikembe Mutombo. <laughs> Mopalando Mukamba Jean Jacques Wamutambo. I know. Uh, my friend I told you plays for the Jets also yeah, yeah. has a really long name like that. Yeah. Like they only put Fulanaski, but it's longer than that. And his first name <laughs> is longer than that. And it's it's a it's a mission. Na- names are fascinating. Brazilians also have super long names too. That's why there's mm-hmm. abbreviate to like Portuguese is also weird because like R's or H's and stuff. It, it's weird. Did I say Brazilian language? I meant Brazilian people have long names, but they speak Portuguese. I do know that. Well, in case so I didn't come across. Not. I mean, I said I said Portuguese, yeah, because yeah, yeah. I was just listening to something where they were talking about that earlier. I can't even remember what. No. Sidebar: uh, a lot of like like Hispanic places, like uh, like I have a friend who a lot of his family members have like eight last names because they take the two last names of the of like mother father combined and if you if, yeah. you if that tradition goes on long enough now you have a <laughs> eight <Yeah>. last names <laughs> yeah i mean uh clyde edwards alaire the running back for the chiefs his last name was hyphenated with uh his biological father's last name and his stepdad's last name mm-hmm. and that's where he gets the two names from because he that's wanted nice. to honor both that's so nice yeah anyway we've been delaying chris's most hype news story for himself I'm so excited <laughs> I, said, I, thought we, I thought we was, thought this was garbage time. I thought we talked about destiny. It was, it was <laughs> extend the clock time. Yeah, I, thought, I thought that's what we was doing. <laughs> oh, I hit my mic. Oh, sorry, editing Chris. Oh man, you thought we were in garbage time. You thought we had no more stories. I to thought y'all needed week. me to come extend. It, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> these are my friends. Get yourself some friends like these. Diablo 2 is being remastered, and it is coming to all major platforms, including consoles, for the first time ever. I am very excited. For those who are concerned, this is not being developed by the team that made the uh, half-gen's most disappointing, uh, biggest disappointment of 2020, Warcraft 3. Um, It was taken from them. After said disappointment, I'd like to think we had a hand in that. Uh, <laughs> we're the let's be honest, we're the main reason this happened. They won an award for it. That's not what they wanted. Um, and so they took that from them and they went to the Diablo 4 team and said, Hey, make this remaster, and it looks awesome. It's fully 3D. You can swap back and forth between the new and old visuals. Um it looks like if Diablo 2 was kind of made right now and Nice. I am incredibly excited. All the you know, all the characters and abilities are back. Um, I'm really looking forward to just doing like bail runs and 
I'm, I want to make my Amazon again and get my Titans javelin and fucking go to town always, with that. Always a Titan. Oh yeah, always a Titan. It's it's been it's been that way since 2000. You know, it's fate. Um, and Nate, I will never d- betray Chris. I I do I do cheeky stuff. Never never betray. Never betrayal. It's not it's not in my blood. No, he will never betray me. He'll talk smack about my favorite game, but he will never betray Cheeky me. And jokes? <laughs> I'm all here for the jokes. jokes for t- it's okay. I, I, it's okay, because I still give him shit. Hey, hey, Nat, how's Kingdom Hearts 3? What, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm still alive, right? Are you going to finish if it? If I would have beat Kingdom Hearts, I would have... PC? <clears throat> if I would have beat Kingdom Hearts, guaranteed, I would have died driving to Ross's wedding. Oh, my God. It wasn't out when you drove to Ross's wedding. <laughs> what if it was, though? <laughs> You know, he's got a point. He's got a point. What if it was out though? What if it was? Oh man. But yeah. Um See, like if it came out that year, I would have been playing it before driving and I would have been super tired. And then when the tire blew up, I wouldn't have been able to steer myself to safety. I would have just spun out and went off the cliff that was like twenty feet ahead and I would have died. I would have perished. Just, I just imagined Nat like seeing his life flash before his eyes and last thing I never should have beat Kingdom Hearts three. <laughs> the last thing you ever said nah man i that that crash was kind of scary i definitely spun out and then when i stopped that I, I exhaled the breath and i was like and then a fucking big ass semi truck came by like Eow! and like hit shit that was in the road that like fell off my car and then i was like huh and then the airbag blew up and punched me in my fucking lip and <laughs> fucking tore the stupid thing that it, that keeps my lip to my gum it's it's good that it popped out after it was over Crisis averted. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was that was something. I'm glad we could joke about that. Yep. Um, but yeah, Diablo 2. Uh, it is coming. So PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, Series X, S, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch. Hey. Uh, and PC. And it is coming out this year. It will support cross-progression. Uh, so it doesn't support cross-play, but you'll be, it sounds like you'll be able to move your character progress from, like, if you want to play on your Switch and then play on your PC, you'll be able to move that way. Well, that's good, because okay. depending on how much it is, you buy it on Switch, you buy it on PC, you level up your character on Switch on the train, you yep. come back and you play with your boys on PC. Exactly. You're done. Bing, bang, boom. Yeah. Yeah. I'm done. I'm happy with that. I, I think they have to do it that way only because like there there was that issue. Like I know Diablo three on consoles had that big issue with people like hacking items and stuff um, because mm-hmm. it wasn't always online on console, but it mm-hmm. was on PC. So I think that's why they're doing it that way. They're probably running this in some form of the Diablo three engine uh, or I, I actually wonder if they're using the Diablo four engine. Hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But the really cool thing is they're remaking the the cinematics oh nice whereas previously they have remastered them in like starcraft and stuff like that they're completely remaking them from the sound of it so this is like all in and this is if there's a game that deserves it it's fucking diablo 2 okay like you can Legendary go game. you can check out my old uh list ross that's definitely in the top five there that might have been number two as high as number I've never two. played diablo 2 like like you really play. should diablo we'll, 2 we'll, is we'll, we'll all play together it's fun We'll all play together. It's it's super fun. Are you gonna wear bear with me, Ross? Are we gonna wear? Yeah. Bear? yeah. Let's go. So are we gonna wear bear? I'm insulted. <laughs> well, you didn't commit to playing the game. You were just like, oh, that's cool. And I was like, all right, Ross doesn't want to be a wear bear anymore, I guess. But not, this is the first time I've gotten commitment. 
It is your number two game. I told you number two. List. Number two. Behind Final Fantasy VII. And above. Starcraft. I, was, I, 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 so I have all, all three of us. I forgot Nat did this too. Nat did do so. this. I, ha- I went through and I, went, I tried to update mine the other day and I was like, I can't do this. <laughs> it, yeah. So all of our top threes. Chris, mm-hmm. number number three, Journey. Okay, I did move Journey up. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Uh, number two, Diablo 2. Number one, Final Fantasy 7. Nat, what do you think your top three are? Probably this was like dumb. as of a couple years ago. Yeah. Probably, uh, th- uh, probably Jet Set Radio and then some other stuff. So number three, Kingdom Hearts 2. Mm-hmm. Number two, Jet Set Radio. Nice. Number one, Binding of Isaac. And that then, sounds accurate. I think I would. I think I would move Binding of Isaac down. I would move Jet Set Radio up, and I might take Kingdom Hearts two off. But that's definitely top five. I don't know if it'd be top three. Yeah, it's and then my top three that I'm updating on the fly here is number three, Last of Us Part Two, number two, mm-hmm. Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic, number one, Shadow of the Colossus. Mm-hmm. This so, feels weird. I might move Witcher 3 up. Yeah. We should go through one day I and like update Witcher that. I like Witcher 3 a lot. I, 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 I've been wanting to do it for we a while. We should update that like at least once a year. We should do yeah. it after like game of the year and just be like, hey, do any of these games make the cut? I think yeah. that'd be fun. They, we should do that. We should do it like we should just do an mind. episode where we just talk through our lists. <laughs> Dude, I'm so down. That's I'd be so, down for so that. Much like, just do like a bonus episode and just be like, all right, so where am I going to put this? What do you guys think? And then Ross is going to be like, it's your list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, should this be four or five? I don't know. Should it be four or five for you? Ross, stop know. it. I'm you, asking for help. You know what hurts? You know what I would put on there what if it the didn't most? cause me so much heartbreak? What's Darkest that? Dungeon. Greedfall. I would put Darkest oh. Dungeon on my list if I didn't feel like I pl- would play Darkest Dungeon for two weeks and then get fucking heartache from the tragedy that has been falling me. I've played in almost 100 hours in a Darkest Dungeon across like two or three different saves, but I'm always afraid to go into the Darkest Dungeon. I just won't do it. I've never gotten... I Because I always get my, my A-team wiped on something stupid. Like, I send them all mm. in together like... Like, hey, boys, let's take on this easy dungeon. And then it's like, nope, fuck you. We know these are your best boys, so now we set it in the big dogs. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, I can't man. handle the thought of that I loss. Won't, I, won't, like, I won't stand for this. <clears throat> yeah, the autosaves are brutal. No saves coming. Anyway. I'm going to play Darkest Dungeon and mod it so I can keep a save. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm going to live better than they want me to live. Yeah. That's an idea right there. <laughs> there has to be a mod for that. I've seen people modding Darkest Dungeon so the character models were hentai. So if somebody did a mod saves, I'm going to be seriously disappointed in the Steam community. <laughs> Nate just made a joke. Level 6 party, level 1 dungeon. But everyone is allergic to peanuts after hitting 100 stress and someone eats a Snickers. <laughs> that, uh, I mean, it's it's not even that. It's, it's more devious than that. Because it would be like... It'll be like everybody's there. You get some bullshit status effect that's that means nothing, right? And you're ignoring it. Like everybody's like hungry or something because you opened a chest. 
or some bullshit. And then you walk into the next room, and then there's a way higher level monster for the level dungeon you're in. And what do you know? Their fucking one exploit is this one weakness you have on you, and you can't do anything about it. So she sweeps your whole team with some debuff fucking multiplier, and now your whole fucking A team is gone. And now you literally can't do anything because all your money and stock and arm and everything was on that fucking team. This is the most passionate I've heard Nat since him and I went off on Mirror's Edge Catalyst. He is very hurt right now. <laughs> Holy shit. This Bro, is coming I've from the heart. Darkest Dungeon three, maybe four times. I bought Darkest Dungeon on PC. I bought it for friends. I bought it on PS4 and I bought it on Switch. This is coming and from I a place love of that deep game. Hurt. But I hate that game so yep. much. Like I'm with you, man. I'm like you. I want to buy the new DLC to support, but I don't want to buy it because it's just gonna cause me so much heartbreak, like heartache. And like if I put like I had a legitimately bad day at work after I was on the train and that happened to me while playing on my <laughs> Switch. I was like, why? Why do I do this to myself? <laughs> why? <laughs> I was like. I was like, I took that BDSM test on on the internet, and I was like, I'm not a masochist. I'm not. I'm not on the spectrum for BDSM. Put you know, that sometimes in the title. you just Put gotta. That in the title. Sometimes you just gotta check it oh, out. Put that in. You see, I be bearing my heart on these podcasts for everyone, <laughs> and nobody's here to go on the train with me. <laughs> Y'all be leaving me hanging. I I I I have to say that all of the titles so far that have come. During the podcast, all three are net. All three. Amen. <laughs> if y'all want to know, there's like a fucking have website where you part. can fill out like a. This is like gonna a, be our first clip. Like a fifty-part <laughs> questionnaire to see if where do you rank on like the BDSM scale. And there's a bunch of kinky ones on there that I'm like, this isn't for me. You know, I was like, maybe, maybe I just don't know. And I took the question. I could clearly say, N- I'm not into that. All of those are a little too weird for me. Like. I didn't know some of the stuff on that list were kinks. Yo, I, I get y'all leaving me hanging, but the silence in chat is deafening. <laughs> Nate was here this whole time, but now he's real quiet. Uranium's normally my boy, and he's not even saying anything. That's fucked up. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, oh my god this is holy shit All this right. may be oh. the best podcast we've had in a long time oh yeah oh now uranium comes in nah fuck you uranium <laughs> <laughs> oh god we should start with the news more often we supposed to be boys I drop it on your stream all the time uranium now hang out uranium streams <laughs> That's, oh god oh he just says you do oh. you Nat. <laughs> no oh, too little too late <laughs> everything just seems trivial That's compared to that i mean i drop him when he's in the in the no, call, Nat, Nat, in the call you, and i say what's okay, up yeah. yeah. <laughs> now you, you know why they're silent because they're now taking that 50 question yeah quiz. they're taking the quiz hey, man that's your homework for everybody who listens. Take the quiz. Oh, let me know. Let me know what your kink is. Please. You like you like being Please. an animal and people biting you? That shit is weird. I'm judging you, fucking freak. God. My dad says he listens to these sometimes. I really hope he doesn't listen I to this I hope he listens to this episode. I'm sorry, dad, dad. If you listen to this. 
Hi, I'm Mr. So Orlando. Thank you for being here. I'm so sorry. We we're, we appreciate your continued support, uh, Doctor Orlando. Doctor Orlando. Much. I'm the only yeah, non-doctor. That's dignified. That's dignified. <laughs> you know, but he should know. People have weird kinks. I'm sure he gets lots of. There's there's a high don't, percentage. Don't, don't of, bring my dad into this. <laughs> there's a percentage of people get hospitalized due, due to kink shame. Like like. You say my dad's hospitalized. Like no, I said your dad. I said I'm if your dad works in a hospital, he, he probably sees a lot of people come in. You He's know, with, a, with a Ross, you, a got a, do- you got on the got title doctor, list now. He got a doctorate in coral conducting. Coral not conducting. a hospital. Wait, like, like, wait, what? Like, explain that to me. Like, you know, like orchestra conductors. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Like, you said it, coral, and I was, I thought like coral like reef, the, the, the and coral I was reef, like, yep. Yep. And I was like, you don't live and you your family's nowhere near an ocean. What the fuck? How do you get that? You haven't heard of the Great Kansas Reef? Come on, I'm man. Yo, I'm leaving. Yo, if you want to go to <laughs> if you want to go to a great lake in Kansas, Lake Cheney, filled with crap and baby diapers. Disgusting lake. Don't go there. <laughs> if you're like, gonna tell me, if you're gonna tell me you, you there's a great lake in in Kansas with coral in, I was gonna say, let me tell you. I have some beachfront property in <laughs> Arkansas waiting for you. Let me know. Yo, don't don't bring Arkansas into a Kansas talk. Yeah. I don't want any Why of that. Why is it not our Kansas? Yeah. Well, if people in Kansas have too big of an ego, and you know the Arkansas River, they call it the Arkansas River in Kansas. Of course they do. Yep. They probably call it the Our Kansas. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Yeah. Ross didn't. I'll leave you hanging on that. I want to. I want to. But I was going to say, hate, but I'm your not dad is it. is is a man of stature, and 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 he he's seen a lot of things. So I'm sure he's heard of some some how some do, kinky you know accidents. That, you it's, don't get a doctor without without being in school for a long time and being around some weirdos. School is a gathering ground for weirdos. I guarantee most of the weirdest people you've met in your life, you met them at school. You didn't choose to meet these people. No, I, 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 I met them. I met them online, and they ended up being groomsmen at my wedding. And some guy who was on his, and some guy who was on his way to my wedding, who didn't make it. Hey, those man. are all the weirdest people I've met. That's me. Hey, I'm one of those people. <laughs> oh shit! Hey, man, I don't I'm know. Telling you, I'm still flattered. A lot of people not sharing their kinks with you, Ross. You, you might want to. You might want to double check. Way. No, I'm to perfectly keep it that happy. Way. Yeah. Nate says, are you still married? <laughs> as far as I'm aware, yes. As of an hour ago, I was. Yeah. I don't know now, though, if if it, I still am. Oh, it's up for debate. God. Oh, shit. Yeah, maybe we, sh- maybe we should start with news more often. Yeah. <laughs> that we found the secret catalyst. <laughs> oh, God. I don't even... So yeah, everything else seems trivial at this yeah, point. Yeah, I, I already said that. Is the garbage time now? Yeah, I need me to extend it. No, we yeah, garbage time now. Boy. <laughs> yep. yep. Let's talk about Soldier Boy putting on a concert in Destiny Two. My biggest have, contribution to the last five minutes has been laughter. That's it. <laughs> oh shit! It, um, yeah, literally every all of my groomsmen except for one person. Two people yeah. met online on Xbox Live. Yeah, 
a lot of my good well, friends I've met online. Yeah, I can he, say that. To Wait, include my you, brother as a meet, groomsman. Did you meet Zane on Xbox Live or did you meet him in person? Well, I guess you kind of met him on I met him on Xbox, Xbox Live. Technically. Yeah, technically, yeah. Two of them were friends of mine that we met. It's through osmosis. We somehow, over the internet, merged our friend groups together, mm-hmm. which is, still don't know how we managed to do that, but we did it successfully. Yeah. yeah, I mean, from high school, I literally only talked to one person that I went to school with, and I went to school with most people in my high school from like ages four to graduation of high school, and I only talked to one of them, so. Yeah, and then one of them found Jesus. <clears throat> Tom. Also managed to turn his TV speakers into a microphone somehow. Still never the most incredible. understand that. Yo, people want to believe in God? That's proof. <laughs> this dude muted his microphone and just screamed as loud as he could into his TV. And we heard it through our microphones on Xbox Live. And it I'm just like, how? Like he completely disconnected it, everything. And he just screams Yo. into his TV and we hear him screaming. We're just like, what the fuck is this? Yo, that's the moment he found Jesus. <laughs> oh my God. That was the oh miracle. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, man. Sidebar, you know, like you could use a speaker as a microphone. Like, no, I like know, it, but it was, it, it was just a TV. Speaker. It was just a TV. Did oh we God. lose that? Oh no, not oh again. <laughs> oh no, not again. No. <laughs> and that's another title. He does it. <laughs> this is t- <laughs> He always has the best face when he does it. This podcast is the most chaotic podcast we've had in recent memory. <laughs> this may be the most chaotic podcast we've had since Half Gen started. It's up there. This is my new favorite episode. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's, that's another title. Oh, my God. Oh, um, shit. Well, I'm just going to make the description of this one. Like, here are the titles that we left on the cutting room floor. <laughs> yeah. And just it's a just, list of titles. The description Yo, is, if you, if you like chaos, welcome. I'm going to highlight that clip of him talking about the kink shit. And I'm going to put that on Twitter this week as, like, a preview <laughs> of Great. the podcast. <laughs> Great. Great. No, that's quality shit. That's going to get people to listen. Developers, send us your games. Listen to this clip. Oh, God. For our audio listeners, he just sent both of us a video. He can hear us. He can hear us, but his video is frozen. His internet's working. Nat, maybe leave the channel and come back in the channel. I don't know. That'll screw, screw up the overlay. I don't know. No, once he turns his camera back on, it should put everything back. <clears throat> oh, man. Oh, man. That's. <sighs> how are you doing? How are you doing, chat? Oh, well, well, during this brief intermission, off topic stuff, I told Chris about this. I've been on a retro gaming shopping spree. Ooh. I'll tell you what. It's, I told him about these the other day that just came in the Halo 2 multiplayer map pack. Which is backwards compatible on 360. Don't know why. I mean, I get why, it. but like, come on. Enter, enter the Matrix. It's not a great game, but I want to beat it. That is a clean looking case, too. Yeah, it's like this mint. Is, yeah, this is one of the most like well, well taken after cases I have. You have I've to continue that legacy. Crimson Skies, High Road to the Revenge, a really fun dogfighting game. Um, and then I actually have my this order up. So there's this retro game store in Oregon who you can buy their stuff online and they'll ship it to you. And 
they're the only one in their area, so they get like all the trade ins. So they have like a really good selection. Um, so let me bring up my order from them. Wait, what what place is it? You want to shout uh, out? It's called Side Quest Games. Okay. Um, they have a ton of stuff. Um, <clears throat> so I bought one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games for basically like eighty bucks. Um, uh, Residents of Fate on PS3 which I've been super interested in playing for a long time. It's like, it's a JRPG with real time action combat and guns. Um, I, a long time ago, lost my cases for infamous one and two. So I just bought new complete inbox copies for five bucks a piece. That's a good deal. I, I bought a, for N64, I just collected cartridges and there goes Nat. There goes Nat. Um, for N64, I just collect the cartridges because the cardboard boxes are so hard to get in decent condition. Um, so I got Star Wars Rogue Squadron, which I've, I have the one on GameCube, which is really fun. Um, Final Fantasy X, PS2, complete in box. Um, Killzone, complete in box. Killzone 1, because I have good memories with that. Uh, Max Payne on the original Xbox. And then Burnout 3 Takedown Ross on the original Xbox. Chat. I told you don't look. <laughs> I told you not to look. <laughs> I, I just. <laughs> just so you know, oh, no. I tried to I tried to time you out, even though I knew I, I couldn't. <laughs> I did it anyway, just for my own personal sanity. <clears throat> it could could have been worse, Ross. I tried to actually get Nate to guest. <laughs> he didn't. He there was a miscommunication, and he didn't realize that I meant Eastern time, and I was trying to get him on for this episode, <laughs> or, really, or for any episode. Oh. He, he might be guesting. <laughs> Hi, how you doing? <laughs> I really don't know why this keeps happening on my computer. I definitely want to install a fresh like install of Windows because I really don't get why the fuck this keeps happening. It's all good. Well, welcome back. Uh, I'm back. I had stopped recording for me at like uh, 45 minutes. Okay. <laughs> um, Chris's face processing. I'm I'm trying to decide like if it's worth just having like Cipher rip the podcast audio at this point, um, rather than trying to realign all this. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I mean, we could just do a fresh start again and then add this, like combine the clips if you want. Not a fresh start of everything, but like start or keep going. Let's just roll with it and we'll see what happens. At this point, like, let, let's just assume. So do you want me to start recording from 45? No, let's just roll with it from here. Let's just, we'll just keep rolling with it. I'll have him rip the uh, audio from the video for this one. Okay. We'll just we'll see how it goes. So you want because we were we were still uh nah fine because we've been talking the whole time you've been gone. That was too good. I'm saving it. Okay, no, yeah, save it (laughs) just for your own. Actually, you know what? Still send it to me because I want to take clips from that. So still send that to me because I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull audio from that. I'm like the audio quality is good. At least have the superior audio quality for the the craziness. 
<sighs> well, now that things have calmed down a little bit, I guess we could talk about Overwatch 2. Um, remember that that thing is happening? Remember Overwatch 2? Yeah. yeah. Did, did they announce a release date? No. They just said it's not yeah. coming out in 2021. Um, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so the BlizzCon Online was where all this stuff was announced. I'm not going to go into the details on everything. Uh, the two games I kind of cared about were Overwatch 2 and Diablo 2. Um, they showed off Sojourn for the first time. Um, like, kind of more in-depth look at her. Uh, they also revealed a couple things. So there's two new maps, uh, Rome and New York. Uh, there's dynamic weather events, like blizzards and sandstorms. Uh, there's the new PvE objective scenarios are going to be uh, hero missions. There's going to be class passives that grant skills to players depending on their role. So they're testing that right now. But like supports will have a certain bonus. Tanks will have a certain bonus. And that's going to be inherent to all <clears throat> characters of that class. Um, like uh, support characters will have a slight like uh, health regen when they've been out of combat mm. for a little bit. That makes sense. That's yeah. cool. Um, <coughs> character specific enhancements like... Um, they added more steering to Reinhardt's charge. Uh, they also gave him the bil- the ability to have two of the little fire things. Oh, yeah, So yeah. he can stock nice. two of those now. Uh, again, this is all subject to change. Um, this there's is the talent sad. trees. I think I realized what's happening on my computer. Yeah. I think, because this is my old drive from my old computer, I think this drive is dying. Ooh. That could I mean, actually be it. It just can't handle It's greatness. not letting me. It's not letting me save the files. Like, it can't access the file from my main drive, which I don't really care. But I'm like, oh, this kind of sucks. I'll, I'll, I'll get I'll get that clip because I want to want to put that up. I'll get it. We'll, we'll get it. It's not letting me export this audacity file. All right. right so now. here, Russ, we can stop our local recording because at this point it doesn't matter. We're not going to be able to use it. Yep. So Done. we could just stop that. Uh, and cool. hell, you know what? If the quality ends up being good fuck it we'll just roll with this every week you know one last thing to worry about um <clears throat> until you know maybe someday we're in a position where we can record everything locally maybe imagine that program eventually one day where like even if we're doing it online i can't remember what the name of the program is but it, it like handles all the synchronization i know everything. what you're talking about mark told me about that and i want to try it and i need to ask him again what it was i i knew what By it the was way, hello, and Russell. i was like i want to tell you guys hey russ I don't know if he likes Russell. I, I don't. I don't. I don't actually think we mentioned it, guys. We're streaming again. Uh, the podcast is going to be live on Twitch every week again. Uh, Twitch.tv/nightmarecv. Uh, it's easier for Cipher to get at it. Um, so you know, instead of doing a bunch of like local recordings and uploading a bunch of folder, a uh, bunch of files and stuff, um, we're just doing it live. So if you ever want to come out, hang out in the chat and talk, we're doing like, live. Russell and Uranium. If you want to get yelled at by Nat, um, you know, be here. But you got to earn it because Nat, does, Nat doesn't just, you know, he doesn't call out just anybody. He only calls out his friends because that's what friends do. True. That's what friends I'm are I'm trying for. to see if I could save this file. I'm sorry. We already stopped ours and I didn't save it. So I mean, we're still we're still uh, recording. I just want to see if it's going to let me not not. This isn't for uh, like podcast purposes. I just got want it. to see if. It's just bunk. Um, I'm definitely just going to have to buy a new drive. Ah, well, I should be getting money back for taxes. If this is going to happen now, this is uh, like ideally the best time because I'll yeah. have disposable income to mess around with. Boom. It, don't ask me if I want to fucking save if you're not letting me save. Just close. Basically, fuck you. So Overwatch um, 2. 
Yeah. Nope. Um. So yeah, they didn't reveal Sojourn. Excuse me, but they teased her a bunch. They showed some new like looks for some old characters like McCree and Reaper and stuff like that. They're not crazy different. They're just like more refinements. Uh, like Reaper, instead of having the bone color mask, now has like a silver one. Uh, he's a little edgier. You know, Does I, it say I bone saws ready. No, not anymore. That was a secret di- line of dialogue, you know. Um, <laughs> I was waiting for Ross to come in and, and hit it. Yo, nice. what if after your surgery you can't do the bone saws ready anymore? Oh, he'll he'll be able to. That's that's, that's raw talent. If if anything, I'll be more driven because I'll have a titanium plate in my face for the rest of my life. <laughs> You'd be like Kanye West. You can't even go to the airport. <clears throat> uh, do we want to talk about Google Stadia class action lawsuit over 4K? Not particularly. I don't even know what's nah. happening there. Ross, I know Yo. what you want to talk about. You're up. Tell me about uh, what PlayStation's doing with VR. Hey, so they came out and formally announced PlayStation VR 2. Um, it's not much it's not coming out this year it's but it's going to have a new controller it's going to have a way better resolution and my biggest thing it's only going to have one wire which if for anyone who has a psvr it's a disgusting nightmare nightmare of cables it's it's stupid so that's awesome it's 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 nice to see that psvr has done pretty well for for sony and it's, it's good to see that they're continuing on and to support it with new hardware and that sort of thing. So anytime I talk, Nat just does stuff and I feel like it just undercuts me. So I'm just going to stop talking now. No, how am I? I am listening. Remember the audio people don't see anything that he's doing, Ross. They're listening intently. It's true. It's true. Those sure, do are, it. Those do are... it for them. Do it for the real ones. I was literally looking at you, Ross. You're right here. And I'm looking at you and I had Domo right here as a chin rest. Because my chair is an, an, an optimal piece of garbage that I hope to replace, but now I got to pick between replacing that and replacing a hard drive. <laughs> so, you know, we'll see. That's fair. I might be on this chair for I brought another. something to show and tell as well. It's a little Lego man. So, fun story. I got my um, froggy slippers. I, I didn't actually tell this story last week. Um, so, I think I mentioned it maybe. I, I, went, on a, um, I went on an adventure. And when I was a kid, it was my friend's like fifth or sixth birthday party. He had it at Chuck E. Cheese and his parents gave away these little Lego sets. Mm-hmm. And I got, I got like, as like the, the party gifts. And I got this guy, uh, the video people will see him, this little like cyborg mm-hmm. looking dude. I gave him the armor and the cape. He didn't come with that. That came over time. So as a kid, this was like my Lego guy. And so mm-hmm. I loved this guy. I named him Alex. This is Alex the second because I'm gonna I'm gonna keep the theme alive. You know, this is Alex two. Uh, it's kind of like Tom from uh, Toonami. This is Alex two. Um, but this this was like my favorite my favorite toy growing up was this Lego guy. Um, and at some point, somehow, I don't know what happened to him. And the other day, I was like, you know, I bet I could find him on eBay. And so I found this database that had all these Lego sets every year of release, everything. And I found him. I found the original set that he came in and I found it on eBay and I made an offer and got it. And so they sent it. And so I got this. 
I bought the armor that I had for him as a kid. I bought that armor and I bought that cape. I bought like little weapon sets and stuff because I was like, I'm getting him everything he ever had. Like he's gonna let me, be let me tell you, decked can, out. Can I make a random recommendation for this What's story? Up? Buy another or another two sets because in case this podcast blows up, everybody's gonna jack your steez. If you lose him again, <laughs> you won't another. be able to find him. I'm just saying before the prices go up. True. Right. He's like got retro this, retro game YouTubers do that. He's got this little like hover little thing going on oh yeah that's a good one that's what he looks like normally like without the armor the, and stuff the the once we figure out if this podcast is blowing up you got to buy all of them especially if that clip goes viral of all of them and so you know you can hold them or you can corner the market on that lego yeah. guy but yeah like this is this is how he looked as a kid he had the cape he had the little like insectoid armor like my friend gave me the armor and like the cape and stuff and like this was just my dude like we would play like gundams and like he was my pilot you know, so like he was always like involved. He was the mm. best. I also had like this green guy. I got him crazy armor and he was Jim Rayner uh, because he looked like Jim Rayner. And, uh, you know, there's a Jim, uh, you know, so that, that was awesome. always. We'll be here for hours if I start showing all the knickknacks and doodads <sighs> around my desk. I, yes, know? Nate, oh. there was a red one of them. Yes, I never had the red one, but there is a red version of this guy. And so there is a red versus blue scenario where that yeah. happens. Yeah. I don't have any knickknacks on my desk. I just have this bruise on my elbow. Nice. From slipping and falling on the ice. Not nice. Damn. Sorry to hear that, pal. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that was my adventure. I found all that stuff. I spent like 80 bucks on just stuff. And between like shipping and everything, but uh, the guy, the, the person Man. selling it was nice. It was like twenty nine bucks or something, and I was like, "Hey, will you do twenty five? And he just immediately accepted it, and I was like, "Dope, let's go." The next thing I want to get is I want to get like a if I can find it, and I can't right now. I want to get a sealed. I want to get two of them. I want to get one that's sealed and one that I can put together. Uh, the original run of Bionicles, uh, Kopaka, the white one. Uh, it was actually kind was, of expensive, I think. Yeah. I know, but that was the one I had as a kid, and I still have it somewhere. But, like, I want it in the cylinder. Like, I want the whole setup. That that was my boy. That was my first Bionicle, and he he's he's the legend in my book. Um, So I want – I had all of them as a kid, but now I want him back. And I want to get one that I can build, and I want one that I can just kind of keep forever uh, just, like, to have it. Man collecting legos is rough because um that shit gets more expensive the older it is like i wanted to find That's like one I of those your friend's family is rich man because legos are not cheap but i'm gonna buy how many kids were at that party a set of legos well they i mean this was up. like in 95 so they were like five bucks for this little they still remember them being because it used to be in the plastic bag too i don't think it mm -hmm. no it might have been in the box i don't remember They're... Not only that, I just feel like they're buying it for everybody, and then not only are they buying it for everybody, but I'm assuming they had a party and everything. It was that Chuck E. Cheese? Yeah. See, so they did Chuck E. Cheese, and then that, yo, they were they had they had some change. I'll just show real quick. I want to build these on stream at some point. Uh, I got this Ross at, at Nade's suggestion. He linked this to me, and so I bought it. Nice, um, a, Lego, it, a Lego set of the game that kills a franchise. Te technically, nice. it's Mega Constructs, but it comes. With the, I think this one is the, it's the new armor. So I wanted that. Mm. I wanted the new, I like the new armor uh, for infinite. So I wanted to have an infinite one. And then TJ out of the blue sent me this. 
I don't know, flip this one over because it has my details on it. But TJ sent me this, like, bumblebee-looking dude. But he also turns it... I can't flip it over, unfortunately. But he, you can also build, like, these little vehicles instead. Or you could build the giant robot, which is what I want to build. But if this thing's really cool, I'm going to buy another one and then make the little vehicles. Uh, but I want to build these on a stream sometime because I think that'd be fun. But he just sent me this out of the blue. I was like, why did you do this? And he's just, I don't know. That's what I'm saying, Uranium. What, what is he saying? He said Chuck E. Cheese wasn't cheap for party hosting. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I know his dad was like the head of the Boy Scout troop, and I said something really mean to him once. Uh, I was in this other program, Civil Air Patrol, and I said something really dumb, and I regret it to this day. And he was like, oh, I have to have you come talk to the troop one time. And I was like, well, you better start selling cookies because we make the Boy Scouts look like Girl Scouts. Yeah, that's mean. And that's not the thing you say as a teenager to your friend's head of the Boy Scout troop. That's mad disrespectful. And at the time, I thought I was really funny because, like, that's what my uncle, who was, like, an Air Force colonel, he used to tell me that. He'd be like, you guys make the Boy Scouts look like Girl Scouts, you know? That was the thing you said in, like, the late 90s, early 2000s. Uh, and now I look back on it, I'm like, boy, I was fucking stupid. That was toxic, real dumb. Toxic masculinity, I mean, bro. Sucked for, your, sucked for your friend's dad, but, you know. As the organization as a whole, history has showed the Boy Scouts are not a great organization. <laughs> so, you know. It's true. It's true. We don't Quick need to go deep dive on that. <laughs> yeah. Quick side note, apparently a Mass Effect project has been teased by Henry Cavill. Yeah, I saw that. And I don't know what yeah. the hell that is. Uh, he posted some picture on Instagram of him getting like his Geralt makeup on. And people use, uh, he has a script in front of him, but it's like, it's blurry, but uh, people found a way to make it focus. And words such as Cerberus, Talizora, and Geth are on it. I wonder if maybe they're doing like a Netflix series. Potentially. Who do you think he'd be? He'd be Shepard, right? I would assume Or do you so. think he'd be Pro like a Garrus? I, think I like Henry Cavill, but I don't think he's charming enough to be Garrus. Fair. Man, that's one of the things I'm most looking forward to about playing that trilogy again. It's just reliving that, like, like Garrus is my boy. Yeah, and just reliving an that. Series, yeah. yeah. yeah if it was Garrus animated, I feel like you would just get the original cast. It, it makes sense, but there, I feel like there's been cases where that could, could have totally happened and they just recast people. No, I, yeah, you're right. I, I would just like, if I, I was I'd making like a Mass Effect animated series, the first thing I would be is like, okay, contact EA. Can we get these people? You know, I that's just the play. first thing on my list. I want to play Mass Effect so I can do the exact same thing and get play with and marry Tali or whatever. Yes. That, she's <laughs> yes, the best. Dude. She is the she best. She is the best. How can you not? By far. Dude, like she, she just like my God. Her story's the most meaningful. She, yeah, Miranda was fighting for her family, but she was fighting for her planet. She, she was fighting for her people and to finally feel like something. True love. No. She risked everything no. for one night. Bro, no one else does that. She wanted to kill Legion, man. Everybody makes mistakes, but <laughs> she came around, okay, and she fully supports the Geth. By Mass Effect 3, she's like, whatever you want, Shepard. She's totally cool with Legion. Bring Legion with you on the mission to save her. And that's real awkward. That's <laughs> what I did. You roll up on the ship and Legion is there. Like, what did you bring a Geth here? And it's like, don't worry. Yep. 
He's with me. That doesn't make it okay. <laughs> Mass Effect 2 is the best Mass Effect game. Don't at me. You know my opinion. I know your opinion. I'd forgotten about Legion, to be honest. Legion's dope. I remember, I remember when Zane was on deployment and he played Mass Effect 3, but didn't have his Mass Effect 2 save. And mm, if you don't yeah. bring your save over, you can't save both. And so he had to pick one or the other, the Geth or the Quarians. So he stopped playing and didn't play it again until he got Mass Effect 2 and then started the whole thing over on the PS3. The only option. That's the only he was like, option. He, he, I remember him texting me and being like, I refuse. I won't do it. I won't choose. I'm starting over. And he played the whole Mass Effect 2 again because the PS3 one had like the comic you could start with. He right, played right. through all of that again. And then got to Mass Effect 3 just so he could save both of them. (laughs) Uh, I love Mass Mass Effect. I cannot wait for that remaster. Something about one just captivated me. And I played it so much later. And it just captivated me. I was like, oh my god. Listen, all three of those games are fantastic. That's why I still hold firm... You know, Halo is my favorite franchise probably in the world, but Mass Effect 3 is the best trilogy of games, in my opinion. You, like, you that is what? just so complete, and, like, the, the reaches back to one and stuff like that. Like, that game is just so incredible with how it ties everything kind of together, and ultimately the ending sucked. But, like, that's a very small piece of the overall puzzle. You know what game I need them to bring to PC? Because I feel like no other game scratches the itch of what I did in this game. And I tried to play the other day on my Xbox One. And it was like they were trying to charge me for the DLC again. Because I bought the DLC with Microsoft points. And it doesn't carry over for whatever reason. If you bought it with credit card, it did. But massive, like Microsoft points, it doesn't. Which is total fucking bullshit. But Fable 2. Oh, God. All I remember I Fable from Fable 2... Fable 2 is the the end of that Ross did you play Fable 2? No. No. Oh, do you, you, play I, you should you should buy Fable 2. You should play Fable 2. Two games. Okay. Fable 2 Ross, cover your ears for like 1 minute. <laughs> if you care about the end of Fable. I I just remember at the end of Fable 2 and it's just like I want to bring my dog back and they're just like really you you brought your dog back and I was like hell yeah I brought my dog back. What are you talking about, bitch? And she's just like I just didn't think you would do that. I thought more of you. And I'm like, bitch, I love this dog. Fuck you. I'll sacrifice yeah, you man. for the dog any day. He's not right. looking. I can't tell him to put it back on now. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what I did in that scenario. Yeah. But, but I, um, I feel like I did the same, <laughs> to be honest. I, I just remember that Tony uh, went around the town and married everybody. Uh, our Like, Tony, not not Cypher Tony. Uh, he went around and married everybody and like they'd all meet each other in town and they'd be like, hello, honey. And they'd be like, don't talk to my husband. He's my husband. And they'd be like, no, yeah. he's my husband. And they'd all be mad at him. And he'd just yeah. do the stupid sock puppets thing. And they'd all I just know. start clapping and laughing <laughs> and, and everything know. was okay. As long as I, he did, he could get in as much trouble as he wanted. I, bro, as long as he did sock but puppets. That's why I liked Fable too. Cause there's so many dumb sh- shit like that, that you could do. Like I did so much dumb shit. In that game, like, yes, you could. You could. There's also uh, 
like a sex change potion in it and like there's like a fucking like so i always play good characters in all games but fable 2 if you joined like whatever their dark brotherhood equivalent was like the dark magic society you could get villagers to follow you with the sock puppets or whatever being charming yeah. and you bring them down into this platform you spin <laughs> this that. wheel and the wheel would give them a status effect so i would save and then it was like uh sex change one there was like a turn them into pigs there was like a bunch of different like things that you could do and it was really funny so and couldn't you, you like, also just sacrifice them too there was but there was like a side mission where there was like a quest of like it was like i don't think this quest aged well now that i think about it but it was like a couple that were like that were like in trouble gender wise like like they both had like opposite roles so you like you could solve it that way or you could get the potion and it solves them but they like divorce or whatever and there's like a bunch of weird stuff in that game that i love that game was so quirky it just it just thought outside the box in the way you handle situations i really like fable too specifically Fable one, not my steez. Fable three is terrible, and Fable I like two, Fable two. Like, I and the no. fact that you can play it in co- Ross, it has full co-op. Well, what was wrong with three? I, I've always heard three is bad. It's not like, good. Three is three learned the wrong lessons from two. Yeah, I, and it just didn't evolve the gameplay down, in a satisfying way. It doubles way. down on all the bad stuff, yeah. and the story isn't like impactful and meaningful. You start off, and essentially your quest is to become king. You become this king with with angel wings and stuff. And instead of like being one of the people that goes around and like messes with the town and stuff, you become this like deity that's above everything. And it's like it kind of removes a lot of the quirkiness. I also don't mm-hmm. remember because I haven't played in forever. That game was cursed from the beginning. Yeah, Fable I think Three I told lost the story a lot of the on charm. I, th- I told the story on here a lot where I went to buy Fable Three and I had it reserved and I fully paid off the game. And I guess I had reserved like the special edition or whatever. And the guy didn't want to sell me the game at the GameStop I reserved it at. And I was seventeen and he was trying to tell me I need to be eighteen to buy mature games. Imagine. So I told him, suck my dick from the motherfucking back. And I'm going to go somewhere else. And you know what I did? I went downstairs. My friend's brother worked at the one downstairs because Queen Center Mall had two game stops, but he had got transferred there from Rosedale, which is near me. And boom, I went down there. He said, I got you. He slid me the special edition. And I went up there and I slammed on the counter and said, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> yes. Oh, God. I was like, I hope on Annie spitting your pretzel. That is fucking savage today. I love this. <laughs> Fuck that dude. He clearly <laughs> wouldn't sell it to me because that was like the last one or something and he wanted it. Those are good. You know, all talk, that game was bad and maybe that was the universe trying to save me from that terribleness. But fuck that dude. Oh, man. Let me make my bad decision in peace. <laughs> he was trying to help you if only you knew nah, he wanted the game <laughs> and he was being a fucking dick because i came in there and bought gears of war 2 like not too long before that from the same fucking dude <sighs> fuck that dude fucking dumb also <gasps> That was in high school where I cut class a lot. I would go in that GameStop and hang out spitefully. And whenever he'd try to sell somebody on some shit, I'd be like, nah, that's some bullshit. And I would heckle from the background. <laughs> Fuck that dude. <laughs> the next year, 
I would be in Urban Outfitters and I would go up there and I would just heckle him with a with a bag of like uh on Annie's it was like the cinnamon one with the peanuts on it and stuff and I would just be in there heckling. <laughs> he was tight. He could sell no used games. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Oh. Um, Ross, do you want to talk about the other kind of big PlayStation thing going on there? Uh, Bring it back around. Which one? Uh, the, the, the free game. Yeah, yeah. So um, Sony is bringing back their Play at Home initiative um, from March through June. So uh, in March... Ratchet and Clank 2016, the remake of the original, will be free to all PlayStation 4 and 5 owners. You don't have to have PlayStation Plus. You just have to be able to connect to the internet, and you can download that game for free. Um, I have not played that game. It is on my to-play list. I know Chris played it Love and it. enjoyed it quite it's a bit. Fantastic. Everybody should get it. Um, and then also, starting on March 25th, for a limited time, anime streaming services Funimation and Wakanim We'll have uh, we'll offer extended access for new subscribers. That's um, also a good service. I have Funimation. I just want to know when Sony is just gonna combine Funimation and Crunchyroll in that. Like, it doesn't make sense. They own all of them. Why not I I don't them? think they will because they have two different. I think they'll they'll probably just kind of merge some of their content, and the people who want Funimation will keep Funimation. The people who want Crunchyroll will keep Crunchyroll. Yeah, I think it's I, I think it's a branding type of thing. Well, it's I like Google Maps. Will, I think Google the, Maps bought Waze, but Waze still exists because no, nah, but they offered two different things. I feel like Waze is like, like you know, like sketchier. It's like it tells you where police are hiding and stuff. You know, they but don't want to associate that. Google Maps now too, though. I nah, get they tell you, they the tell time. you, but it's not the same because Waze would be like, hey, there's a cop here pulling people over. As where Google Maps is like, oh, there's like a police stop. You might want to avoid this for traffic reasons. Waze is like, here's a camera. Here's the police. Here's like, like way more detail that you can't really have. Yeah, but but Mark, they had the deal. But since then, Sony has acquired Crunchyroll. Uh, So Sony owns both now, Mark. Mm -hmm. Um, So like, I I think what they'll probably do is they'll keep Crunchyroll as like the sub partner. And then that's just going to help them get more dubs for Funimation, I would imagine. I was going to say, because Funimation is its own thing. Like they're a studio that that specializes in like localization and stuff. And they do a lot of other stuff outside of having their subscription service. I just says like Crunchyroll is like the premier brand where like most anime people go to. It only makes sense to put everything on. Crunchy, so you in think my like Funimation stay a studio, of a production company, yeah. and then turn Crunchyroll into the purveyor? Yeah. Like, okay. Because you don't. That's Crunchyroll does do production now of stuff. Like they're doing some of like the weird three D like like stuff. Like they have uh, I got reincarnated as a spider or whatever that show is called and they have like some other shows that Crunchyroll just produced like they handle uh, the big manhwas that are getting shows now like they did God of High School and they're doing something else right now those are Crunchyroll shows and they're doing more of that stuff but I feel like hey if you're doing this just trade just you get the shows they get the what you call it they, they get, get the, the subscriptions and, and then, they, yeah. no, that's it. Like, yeah, that's fair enough. I um, actually don't pay for both. I pay for Crunchyroll and they just charged me $60 and I was kind of sad about that because I forgot it was going to hit. 
but uh, I don't pay for Funimation. Funimation does have good shows right now, though. I do like. I pay for Funimation. I'm I'm grandfathered into like their sixty dollar a year plan. Uh, so I'm I grandfathered have, like, in a Crunchyroll sixty dollar a year plan. Yeah. Last year, what's up? Yo, what's up? Congre- you want let's let's do this. Chris Chris doesn't like subs. <laughs> I don't care. He can watch Funimation. I don't give a shit. <laughs> he can watch whatever he wants. Dubs do go up on Crunchyroll though. They're just later. They don't come out immediately, yeah. but they no, do yeah. go up there. But yeah, shit, man. If you want it, I, I hit you up with that login. You let me know. Um, you know, what? Horimo, you like a good rom com that actually has progression in character arcs. Horima is like it. That's maybe I, I used to read the manga, but I still do read the manga. It's ending soon, but that's a really good like rom com. Just don't read TV. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> I don't read TV. The way uh, that's stated <laughs> is funny. <laughs> And the fact that you guys aren't typing immediately after reading that, there's bias here in the title naming. Oh yeah, no, that's not a that's not a bad one actually. He's right. It's 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 there. I added it already. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Shit. Okay, it's already there. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna say something's not right here. <laughs> this is the most titles we've had for an episode ever. This is the most probably quotable episode we've ever done. One hundred percent. God, again, just everything fucking feels trivial now, but everything we say leads to something else, so let's just keep rolling. Days Gone is coming to PC! Yes. I'm actually excited for that. I'm going to play it, you know. It's going to support Ultra Wide, which I'm super hype about. Hoping my hard drive doesn't fucking crash and burn. You have to then. replace it by that. Oh, dude, I am so excited for Days Gone on PC. Once they said Ultra Wide oh. support, guaranteed purchase. You think I should do a fresh install of Windows, or you think I should just... Uh, well, is this is the drive it? that's dying the one that has Windows on it? Yes. Then yes. 100%. Yeah, you should do a fresh install. You should do a fresh... I'm I gonna did try, that I'm going got... to try and game Microsoft to not make me have to pay for Windows again. No, you won't. Once you log in on Windows... Just get the installer. You can literally just look like Google search Microsoft, like Windows mm-hmm. 10 download. Microsoft is like the first result. You get the image. Once you log into your account, your license is there. The only time you need to buy a new license is if you wanted to switch from like home to pro, which is what I did last time. I'm on pro. And I accidentally made Ross. Mm-hmm buy one because i i didn't realize that but we you can get them for like 15 dollars if you know where to look um you told me that last time we were talking about this not this specifically but i was talking about hey my computer's acting weird i might do a fresh install but you never sent it to me man well yeah but that i I also realized that you can just log in and it's good Mm -hmm. because i did that um i did a clean install they'll send it to me but if like because yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll expound to you when we're not live shooting. Yeah, because I was um, I, I reset uh, my, my old HP laptop, Ross. I, I redid that because I gave it to Zane. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I have Windows 10 Pro now linked to my account. So when I redid that one, it installed Windows 10 Pro on the laptop. Mm-hmm. Or it activated sure. Windows 10 Pro, which was nice. So like once you log in, your license is good. So you won't have to do anything. Yeah, the computer in my room doesn't have a verified license. Let's just say that. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I can I can help you find one for uh, low which cost. Is, which is why I, you know, I just want to be safe. Yeah, no, yeah. I get you. I don't want to push anything, but in terms of just getting everything covered, we want to get yeah. covered. I do have that hard cut off. No, we, we cool. will be good. 
Um, but yeah, Days Gone coming to PC. Very excited. Very much looking forward to playing more of that. I, but, until they said uh, the, ultra wide, I wasn't like fully sold because mm-hmm. I was like, it's really good on PS5. And then they were like, ultra wide. I was like, yeah. yeah. And, the, and, <laughs> and they did say that they're planning on bringing more uh, PlayStation exclusive games over to PC. They didn't specify which ones, but they did make that statement. So, so here, here's, here's the other side of that. What games do you think come next? That's what I did want to ask with this one. What do you think? Bloodborne. I would have to imagine Bloodborne. That's like the most demanded for Bloodborne for sure. God of I War. Would say Second Son. The Last of Us. Uh, yeah, I would, where, do you think I they do the Last think of Us they part might two? Hold off or on do Last they just do one? If they do, they do one because you know they're trying to get the the HBO series off. I think they hold off just because they might wait until the HBO series like yeah, officially comes out to put two. Do they bring yeah. all of the Uncharted games? All five. Yes. Okay. If they do, I think they're going to wait if they do a remaster. Or to the Tom Holland movie. That, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, I could yeah. see that. Um, I feel like they would, Sony is good on capitalizing, like lining up remasters and stuff like that. So yeah. I feel like if it's not, if it is Bloodborne, that's also going to be good for console players because they're going to do the work probably to make that 60 FPS. Nobody mm-hmm. is going to like it if they release a 30 FPS game on PC. Um, I think Bloodborne is at the top of the list. Like for Bloodborne, I would too. also say God of War because God of War would mm-hmm. probably be the next easiest to translate. Just looking at like Days Gone coming over, mm-hmm. um, I, I, I could see Gran Turismo day and date PC and PS5. I wish that they just would got pushed do back that. to 2022. Yeah. I wish they would do that. I don't think they're going to do that because I think I they're think a little too right. concerned about the the sacred console business. Um, and I could I see if, if if any game I could see Gran Turismo being. I could see that as to, well. To I it. I really think the the only people who really suffer by PlayStation games coming out day and date are the fucking fanboys, honestly, mm-hmm. because they just want the ammunition to be able to go out there and be like, ha, enjoy not playing Last of Us Part Two, fuckers, you know, and then like that's all they want. And if it comes to PC, it doesn't hurt them at all. But they're just like, why did I even buy a console? Do you have a PC that can run it? That's not the point. <laughs> So I seen stupid. I seen the dumbest take the other day. Like a friend of a friend of mine was tweeting like she was trying to get a PS5 forever. Like forever and then she just built like a really fucking expensive PC. Like she built like she probably put like 6 to 7 grand in building Jesus. a PC. Like like three crazy monitors. She specced her shit out like crazy. Cool. But then somebody was like, "Ha, oh, that sounds like like somebody responded, she's like pretty popular, and it was like, "Oh, that sounds like like broke boy talk to me." You couldn't afford a PS Five, so you built a PC. It's like we got to get on one page. Is either PC <laughs> the most expensive thing ever? But you're not gonna call somebody broke for buying a fucking eight thousand dollar PC. I mean, she didn't specify what it's causing, but you look at the panels and you look at what she had. I know, I see Chris is like <laughs> upset now. I was like, "Oh my god!" You, you like we just need to get on the same page because you could see the same people fanboying. It's saying I don't play on PC because it's so expensive. Yeah, yeah. Chris, would you like to interject on this? I mean, if you just want to see a definition of stupidity, I mean, there it is. You know, that is the embodiment of stupid. The yeah, internet brings out the worst in people, and uh, people are dumb. Yeah, no, inc- incredibly. Um, so. I want to. I, I feel like that's the biggest knock is that PC can get like it's a rabbit hole and you start spending more money than you possibly imagine. <laughs> yeah. 
like you go to rebuild your PC and then you kind of build it again. Um, I did that. Uh, so remember last year, guys, when I was like, I'm not going to build a new. P- I'm just going to build light, and I built a complete new PC new and bought PC. a new graphics card and did everything. Kept the same hard drive though. I I had to cut corners somewhere. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, that's, that's the fair. corner you cut usually. You yeah, just move the hard fair. drive. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, last three pieces of news. Let's get through these. Um, Paradox has announced that Vampire: The Masquerade Bloodlines Two uh, is now on an indefinite uh, delay. Uh, similar to another game we're going to talk about, and they are replacing developer Hardsuit Labs as the lead developer. And Hardsuit, I believe, developed the first Vampire: The Masquerade. And so, like, they're taking them off the project, which is interesting. That's kind of a huge deal. That's not just something you do. So that would, to me, imply a lot of development issues. Um, that's what it seems like. And that there's a deeper, darker criminal link happening in the background. Also, the plot thickens. Epic pulled it from their store. They are no longer allowing people to pre-order the game. And they were one mm. of their big partners uh, where they were like, yeah, you pre-order on the Epic Games Store. Um, they are I no longer pumpkin. letting people do that. So that, and I imagine like, you know, everywhere else where it's going to be purchasable, that's going to be the same case. Um, just like with Dying Light. Uh, speaking of Dying Light, going through a similar issue, apparently uh, the management, this was a report from The Gamer. Um, this is a lengthy report, goes into many, many details. But apparently, again, another issue of management kind of ruining development. Um, Dying Light 2 is struggling right now because management has a lot of like, uh, there's apparently a culture going on in there where like you can't suggest a feature for Dying Light 2 unless you can show how that feature was used in another game. They're just looking at this and like, okay, so like we want this feature, show me how it's been used. Like they want evidence of like how this feature is good. So like they're trying to pull a bunch of the best features from a bunch of different games. Uh, They have multiple managers where one of them will green light something and the other one will come in and say, no, I hate it. And then the first manager will be like, no, it sucks. Fix it. Um, To the point that they're losing talented developers. There are people who just stop coming to work. You know, and it, it's the. It sounds like a fucking nightmare. And that game went from being one of the most hyped and anticipated games coming out, you know, last year, to being, it seems nowhere close to being done. They've rewritten the story multiple times. Apparently, this all happened at the end of the development of the original Dying Light, where they completely redid the story, and then that ended up being the one facet of the game that people like universally criticized, which I didn't mind. I thought the story was fine in the first one. Um, but like, it's just this developer apparently just like, or the CEO apparently like wants to be CD project red. Mm, and so yeah. he's just like yeah. trying to lead them down this path that he thinks is going to get them there, but it's just leading to a game, not getting built, you know? And it, 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 everyone in that report who gives a statement or anything like that just makes it sound like a total nightmare scenario. Um, and at this point, like I would be more surprised if dying light two ever came out. Uh, if you guys haven't read it, I did tweet it from the half gen account the other day. Uh, you guys should check it out. It is, it is a long read, but it's very, um, enlightening as to kind of like what it looks like inside, you know, like triple a development. 
especially when it's being mismanaged. So when you look at something like an Anthem or, you know, things like that, it really gives you a perspective on kind of how things can go so wrong because you think with the Dying Light 2, you think, oh, it's easy. You just do Dying Light 1, you make a new story, add a couple features. It's great. It's done. It's not that simple, though. And it's... It's nuts. Um, Sidebar in staff chat. I put a link to what I was talking about. That's so stupid. Uh, yeah, she has so a funny. she has a very good response where she says, she says, I have four hundred dollars worth of LED. Get the fuck out of my mentions. She says she has four hundred dollars of LED <laughs> on my wall. Get the fuck out of my mentions. Like what yeah. a fucking idiot. <laughs> and that is not a cheap setup by any stretch. She yeah. even has a dual sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, and that, that middle screen there looks like a fucking laptop. That's another laptop. That's not a little screen above the keyboard. Yeah, that is a motherfucking like a laptop. That yeah, is a like two a in one. Yeah. That's fantastic. That is amazing. I have $400 worth of LEDs. <laughs> Get the fuck out. I love that. Um, <laughs> fuck. I mean, speaking of LEDs, you know, RGB is the thing. Um, that's what all the gamers want. And the gamers want HyperX. And so HP wants HyperX. And so they bought them. Um, mm-hmm. HP is buying the peripheral brand of Kingston's HyperX. So they bought basically like their keyboards, their mice, their he- their popular mm-hmm. cloud headsets, um, which is actually like a very, very well-respected brand uh, within like the peripheral business. Uh, Kingston is keeping like their DRAM business. So like their internal components, they're keeping that side of the business, their RAM, their hard drives, like SSDs, things like that. Um, but HP is apparently trying to get very serious because Omen hasn't really taken off. Uh, so having like the HyperX line, which is already like well-respected, as long as you kind of let them keep doing their business, that could be really big for HP. Um, you know, in, in their attempts now to how kind long, of... How long until Kingston comes back with like something else rebranded in their own new peripheral I imagine <laughs> that's part of the deal where they can't uh-huh. do that. Um but I, I imagine there is some non-compete clause built into that of like, hey, you can't just start over. Imagine somebody buying your business and you pop up right next door to them with a new business, which is the <laughs> same idea you just had, but no, it's steroids because you got the funding now. Because <laughs> you got $425 million, so you were like, I guess we could just start it again. I don't know. It's crazy. Uh, <laughs> um, oh yeah, that's that. That's all the news. I told you there was a lot. Um, before we wrap up, does anybody want to talk about anything they've been playing this week? Yeah. Um, I have a cautionary PSA, um, which seems to be different than most of the outlets I've seen reviews for the game for. And I regret buying it on PS five instead of PC where I could have returned it. Um, I don't like curse of the dead gods. I thought I would like that game. I don't even know what that is. Is that that new roguelite? Yep, I it's almost like, bought that today. It's like um kind of like it's isometric and it's action based. It's kind of like Hades, but it has like the path, uh like choose your own path from like Slay the Spire. Mm-hmm. Um it does not feel good to play. Um oh. I don't know if it's because of Hades and somebody so time sent into it. this to me because I like uh what you call it, Darkest Dungeon so much. Well yeah. like is a loose term. And I was like, I don't know if I like this looks like something I would play. 
Yeah. See, Ross, that's um, why you buy it first on PC. Then if you I know, like it, you buy it on PlayStation. I learned my lesson. I learned my lesson. Um, but yeah, it's just like everything feels just slow and cumbersome. And there's not the kind of meta progression, really. Like it's more along the lines of like Dead Cells meta progression, where you can like unlock weapons that'll show up in future runs and stuff, but no like persistent upgrades to your character from what I saw. I did like four or five runs. Um, I think that doesn't feel very good to play. Um, I personally would avoid it, um, but it's getting like eights and nines everywhere. So what do I know? I would say um, they're probably going to fix it. Like think of that as like, it's, it's first launching like games. Like I can say like Bind and Isaac look completely different from launch. I would say that game is doing pretty well and they're probably going to support it well into its lifespan and it might look like a complete different game in six months so i'm not buying yeah. it right now because it doesn't look f- like fun right now but is it still know. an early access if it came out i think on it just came out 1.0 yeah, yeah i would assume it's 1.0 if it's on playstation i think that no, i would say it's 1.0 yeah. but i would say i would yeah because it didn't like, spend much time in early access because i've seen like not normal yeah. i've seen some yeah it literally says curse of the dead gods out of early access yeah <laughs> yeah it's like i but the thing is i don't think the core gameplay is going to change um okay. because like i i think it's it's been super well received i think it's it came just out yesterday uranium it, it's just a different type of gameplay style like mm-hmm. I, I don't know like you once an enemy starts an attack you can't like hit them out of an attack which is really annoying mm-hmm. um and it's and there's like a there's like a light and dark type of deal with it too, kind of like Darkest Dungeon, where uh, I think you'll get you'll start doing less damage if you're in the dark for too long. So you have a torch always, and you can light like like uh, braziers around the room or whatever, fire braziers, whatever they are, um, and then to make light, and then you can pick up weapons. But like, I don't know, it doesn't feel good to play for me. Um, I regret that money i spent but uh on the other hand um yep yep i know what i said (laughs) on the other hand um i always mess that word up on the other hand um i from last week's podcast i have put about 20 hours into knights of the old republic 2 Um, i see you playing that today yeah yeah it's man 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 if i would have played that last year it would have been my number two game of the year right behind last of us. <laughs> like, I don't know what it is about those, those early, like those sixth generation of console Bioware games, man, those do are I, so good. Do I need to play that? I don't know if you like the combat actually. Yeah. I don't know. It worries me. I love the combat, but, um, but yeah, it's, so I started playing it on PC a couple of years ago with the restored content mod that fans worked on that, put a ton of content back that was in the, that was in the game code that just got cut because they had to rush it to market. Um, and, um, so I got, I put like 30 hours into that and then stopped and just didn't go back for whatever reason. And then I started it on Xbox recently and I'm like about 30 hours in. And then I was, I thought to myself today, I was like, huh, let me load up my PC save and see where I was at. Identical place. (laughs) it was crazy it was crazy so now i don't think i have a ton of time left in the game i could be wrong 
But what I'm going to do is that I'm going to play through each of them. I'm going to play like, and I'm doing basically the same run on each one. Like I always play good, like light side. So I'm going to do it and see how different the latter, latter parts of the game are with the restored content mod versus the vanilla release that originally came out just out of curiosity, but kind of a head to head. Yeah. What's different. See what, see what all was added and, and, and that kind of thing. So, um, yeah, I'm having so much fun with that game, man. Oh, I'm happy you're enjoying it to this day. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's like, it's sad because like, apparently they added the protagonists from one and two into the old Republic and just like butchered them, like did no justice to them at all. It's so sad, but hopefully, you know, Kotor three, we'll see what happens. There are two Rosses now. (laughs) Two Rosses now. The world doesn't need that. We already Um, have a Bizarro Ross. We don't need another Ross. It's true. He likes sandwiches. So do I. Um, Side note, um, Republic Commando is also being coming out to Switch in April as well, uh, like a remaster. Psyched about that. But that's all I've been playing. Nice. Have you been playing anything? <clears throat> I played Divinity with you guys yesterday, that's and weird. I've been playing a lot of chess. Oh. And You've been watching Northern Lion? No, nah, I've been playing chess for a long time now, low-key. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about it, so one of my coworkers asked me how long have I been playing because I just keep spanking him. And, like, he had got cocky because I played him two games, not really playing him, just, like, playing, like, just, like doing stupid shit to see what he would do. And then he went to my other coworkers and was like, oh, that's not that good because all my friends told him because I guess he just got a test. Oh, and that's not that good. He knows <laughs> some stuff, but so I had to play real cutthroat against him <laughs> to just like show him who's the boss. And he's like, yo, man, how long have you been playing chess? And I had to think about it. I was like, holy fuck, I've been playing chess for 20 years. Jesus. That's some old man shit. Like, <laughs> like you're in the park. You're in the park at this point. I've been that's playing chess for 20 years. Just waiting and for kids to walk up. You I'm like pretty confident in my chess skills. Like, I'm not yeah. good at time chess, mm-hmm. but like, if we're just playing a relaxed game where you know we could go whenever we want and stuff like yeah, yeah pretty it's, good. Uh, Northern Lion's been doing a ton of chess on his YouTube channel, which is why I was asking. I haven't watched any of it because I love Northern Lion, but yeah. I feel like I'm good enough at chess where it might drive me insane seeing him make a dumb decision. So, yeah. like cuz watching fair. Northern Lion, like I like his commentary but i feel like chess is one of those things where he's gonna like talk through his thought process no but oh, like, yeah. that's the opposite thinking like <laughs> like i think like five to like six moves ahead like at all times in chess so i'm like if he's doing something and i see the trap coming i'm gonna go insane so I was like, <laughs> that's fair that's fair yeah so it is fun for me though to whip like people that don't know how to play though like, I don't want to say whip, but, like, my coworker, I was whipping him, not playing seriously. So then I've been just dusting him. Like, yo, imagine if you could play that dude from GameStop. Oh, my God. I wouldn't even give him the time of day. I would. <laughs> he's the type to leave, get get checked in, like, three Now would just walk up, to... just be like, checkmate. Wouldn't even touch the thing. He'd just be like, checkmate. I know what you're I had explained do. to my coworker that I could have checkmated him in three moves the last time we played. Because he moved the piece left of his king. 
and I moved my I'd move my pawn above my queen out so I can move my bishop out and put him in checkmate immediately. I was like, he's no way he's gonna fall for it. And he did, and I let him slide, and then he started talking shit. And I was like, you know I could have checkmated you in three moves, right? <sighs> Some people they just need to they need to be taught a lesson, you know? And Nat's just here to teach those lessons. He knows when he's needed. Yeah, man. Uh, so sometimes like I do dumb stuff with JP whenever he gets the courage to play me in chess again after like three months because JP is probably taking the most losses in chess for me than anybody in existence. And I like just playing around with my knights and like beating him with just two knights <laughs> and not moving the rest of my line, like pretty much besides my knights and pawns. That's, that's fun for me. <sighs> Yeah, I would never play you in chess. I'm not I'm not good at chess because I play too defensively and I'm just mm -hmm. trying not to lose units, so I'm not paying attention to everything else That's out there. That's not it, man. I know. You're going to get put in the setup. I know. You got to risk versus reward. You got to sacrifice something. You got to leave a juicy piece out there so you know somebody takes the bait and you just like fuck them over. You yeah, set them I, up. I, I don't have the mind for chess. You want to play me in StarCraft? That's a different story. I'll, I'll show you a good time there. But I uh, think... I think, I don't know, whatever clicks for in my head for chess is why I'm not good at StarCraft. It's like, nah, this is not, this not here for you, man. Like, <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, so I played uh, more Destiny, more Apex. I got my first three win streak last night in Apex. If any of you guys uh, have iPhone, want to play some iPhone chest. I'm here. Play with his iPhone chest iPhone chess. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I got, I, I, I got my, I got my first uh, three peat. Uh, we won two on the new map, and then we went into Kings Canyon, and then we won our first match there. Uh, and they were clean, like we we were rolling. We like we knew we were winning before we won. Like it was great. Um, fucking love Apex. I won on three different characters last night. Each game was with a... I played Revenant for the first time ever. Won the first game I ever played as him, which was cool. And I was like, all right, I'm done. I'm never playing Revenant again. 100% win rate. Quit while I'm ahead. Going back to Lifeline. And then I won my first game as her of the night. And then... It was great. I loved it. Um, hey. I could love Apex. There's something about the way Apex is playing right now. I've got more wins this season than I've had in any season ever. And this season's three weeks old like four weeks old or something. I don't know. It, it, it's crazy. I love it. Um, Destiny has coming in. Yeah. Destiny's still been good to me so far. Um, Iron Banners this week. I haven't played it yet, but I want to get the guns from it. I just have to like commit the time to it. Uh, but I did play two new games that I just bought today. Um, I shouldn't be buying any more games because I still have so many to play. But um, I bought Persona 5 Strikers and I started playing that. And boy, does that game just feel like a warm blanket. Uh, because just talking to those characters again and kind of picking up where the original left off. Um, Persona 5, I love those characters. Uh, mm -hmm. it's, so it's really nice to kind of be in a world interacting with them again. So this is a sequel? Yeah. It is a direct sequel to original Persona 5, not okay, so the royal. That. Yeah. So, yeah. it's, it's and it, it plays different, though, because it's made by Omega Force, so it's more of like a, a Mosu-type game. Mm -hmm. like the dynasty warriors um but i like it. it it's it's fun it's on switch right yes 
Uh, I was a little upset. I bought the PC version because the deluxe version came with the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. It is not the soundtrack, though. You open up a separate, like, Unity-based program that you can listen to the music. Uh, Ugh. Gross. Mm. And so I need somebody to rip me that soundtrack. It's only a matter of time before it's ripped. I think oh, no, people one. already ripped it. There's a program that does that. Um, mm-hmm. But I need somebody to give it to me. Uh, so exactly. please and thank you. Uh, I also decided to finally... I, I I made a choice today. I bought Valheim. It's I'll 20 bucks. It. Everybody's play. raving about it. Um, I mean, I'm not, I, I, so here's the thing is I don't, I think I will have fun playing it, but am I jumping for joy to go and play it? Not really, but I, I'll buy it. If we're going to play it, I'll buy it. I'm all here for friendship time. I built a really shitty building. Um, I got a crafting table and I don't really know what I'm supposed to do right now, but like, I've just been walking around cutting down trees and stuff. And I'm like, you know what this game, like of all of the survival games like that I played, like I put, uh, you know, over 100 hours into, I know 100 hours probably isn't much, but I put like 100 hours into Seven Days to Die and stuff like that. I put hundreds of hours into Minecraft. But this game was just like really easy to pick up mm-hmm. and like kind of feel good playing it. Mm-hmm. And it, I like it. I, 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 I'll I, buy this on Friday if y'all want to play. I'm down. I'm down. Um, Actually can't do Friday. I need to record. But this seems like fun. I, I I'm I know um Cypher has it. Uh, building, you know your boy is here with the building. You guys want the castle? Let me know. <laughs> I just gotta figure out. Like I imagine there's something I'm supposed to be crafting. Like I'm trying to upgrade like my workbench to level two, mm-hmm. but it just says like yeah, just buy like the upgrades. And I'm like, there's where? Certain what do I do? Where I think like certain benches need to be indoors or something. I, uh, yeah, my I, I've only indoors, watched. So I like, had to put a roof. Ones. I had to put a roof up, and I have. I've only roof. watched Northern Lion play it for like five minutes. Yeah, so like I need to play more of it to kind of figure out why I'm stuck. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I'm liking it actually. I, I I feel like this is a game I'll actually put some time into. And like I've watched uh, the last couple nights, like I've watched like Doctor Lupo playing it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And like there are times where you go into like these caves and you're looking for treasure and stuff. The combat is a little more like involved. Like it's a little more thoughtful than like you know kind of the spammy mm-hmm. nature of some other games. Um, I'm. Yeah, I am weirdly excited to kind of play this game. Uh, I, I was looking at their early access, and they were like, we're like 75% feature complete, 50% content complete. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to just jump in and see how it is. And I have been pleasantly surprised so far. I'm looking forward to playing more of that game. I know Ross has to leave soon, but their recent announcements was like February 19th, 3 million Vikings, February 24th, 4 million Vikings. And I'm, I'm assuming. I like to think that I was the one who pushed them to 4 million. It was me. I did that. Up. I. You're welcome, Valheim developer. That's true. Yeah. That game, if, like, if, if, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say, if you guys want to keep going, since we're just going to take the audio from this, you guys can keep going. Me really badly. <laughs> yeah, no, we we we. I think we're good. I think we're good. Um, hell of a show today, gentlemen. Thank you. Um, yeah. Hope and everybody... uranium. Uh, Chris will probably be streaming that. I'll be in class. I will be streaming. I will be streaming that. So yeah. be here Valheim for that tomorrow. Uh, no, tonight, no, no, but... no, 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 no. Uh, the state of play tomorrow for uh, PlayStation. Mm-hmm. They're going to show some. I think they've got a few reveals, but mostly follow ups on games they've already announced. 
Uh, so mm-hmm. we'll probably see something for like Stray and things like that in that Kenna game. Um, yeah. So they should should hopefully be a good show. Um, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to playing more stuff on my PS5 um, mm-hmm. that I have not used in a while. What was I going to say? I was going to say something. I was going to say, garbage time, throw the ball in the backcourt. Your boy is here. Let me let y'all know. Soldier Boy, I got the market cornered. Who has more Soldier Boy hot takes in gaming podcast history? I think he's right. I'm about to hang up right now. Right. <laughs> I'm so close. Thank you, everybody, for watching, for listening, for hopefully enjoying. Um, we'll catch Three you next Mr. week. Three has to go. Guys, I hope you submitted your BDSM results so we know who to kink shame. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys. Bye. <laughs>